Welcome to The Word Count, a brand new podcast tracking the publishing journey of three Australian writers. On this episode, Joe Dixon is nose to the grindstone with a deadline looming. She relishes the challenge. Fiona Taylor is busy coordinating podcasts, interviews and matching nail colours with book colours. She too relishes the challenge. And Jack. Hey Jack, did you say relish? Oh, I'm so glad you asked Phil. Can I interest you in tomato relish, green tomato relish, green tomato and apple relish, volcanic apple relish, apple and cashmere chilli relish, apple chai pie, apple and mint jelly? Is that... It might be. Seriously? Is that beetroot marmalade? Um, yes. Right, I'll get the crackers. I'll get the cider. Sit down, relax, and welcome to The Word Count. And we're back. This is a <laughs> six of the word count with my fellow writers, Joe Dixon, who's in Phuket. Hello. <laughs> Jack Allen, who is in Tasmania. Well, that's good. I thought you were going to say I was in the cupboard, but, you know, Tasmania sounds so much better. <laughs> <laughs> and me, Fiona Taylor, in an empty house. In wow. <laughs> if someone sound a little less bubbly <laughs> than usual it is because we're not having mojitos well and i am yes it's it, okay we've got to be fair it is two o'clock in the afternoon where joe is and she's on holiday so wants. <laughs> absolutely and poor fiona is in an empty house propped up against a cushion looking exhausted yep. over it the I last am, thing she wants to be doing i must say i am a little bit over it and it has been a big two weeks because we've all flown somewhere for work or pleasure in that week, in that first week. And then I just want to make it clear that in the last episode, I did say that I would write in the second week mm-hmm. because we pack at night and on weekends and I'd write during the day. But unfortunately, I may have been delusional when I said that. <laughs> As a spoiler alert, no accountability check-in required. <laughs> but I am so committed to the word count, dear listeners, that I am here with both Joe and Jack, and I just can't promise to sound as bubbly as usual. <laughs> we forgive you, Fiona. We forgive you. Absolutely. That's a hell of a two weeks. Now, before we discover who hit their targets, Let's find out what we've all been up to in the last two weeks. So, Joe, you can lead us off. I've been over my diary. Um, <laughs> where I've been. Um, where are we? What date is it? I, um, I'm losing the plot, guys. Okay, first week after the last recording, um, I worked very hard. I was at home, uh, tippity tapping away on the laptop, got a good number of words down. That went well. This last week uh, has been travel. Uh, so I'm up here in Phuket for uh, a friend's wedding. Um, so <laughs> I'm ensconced in a resort, uh, drinking mojitos and swimming in a little plunge pool. It's it's quite beautiful. And theoretically, writing. <laughs> You're doing all the hard stuff, Joe. Yeah. Yep, I'm pushing through. Um, Got to be done. <laughs> it's very noble. I'm sacrificing my holiday for the words. <laughs> Jack, do you right. have any idea what you've been doing? 
Um, what have I been doing? Um, so last uh, podcast, um, I went to New Zealand for the New Zealand Web Fest, um, hosted a couple of panels, did a few presentings, presentations, presentings, yes, same thing. Um, uh, a little bit of hiking, lots of good food, lots of laughs, amazing people, absolutely amazing people. Um, got back, been doing the literacy program with the kids at the primary school, which is awesome. Um, and of course, full-time job. That's which it. you love. Which <laughs> yes. you love. Yes, we've seen the memes. We know what she loves. <laughs> so after our last episode, I also I went to a we went to a wedding, which was lovely, and then the next day got on a plane, flew over to Hobart, spent the week with Molly in Molly's cottage, and we also took a quick trip up to Launceston for the slow craft market. Wow. And because Molly was a storeholder and it's beautiful, everything is handmade, it's just gorgeous. And we caught up with the very lovely Claire Van Rin, author of The Secret of the Human Wren, while we were up there. So that was lovely. And then I flew home and went straight to Dimmick's um, <laughs> Books in Bars a bit. <laughs> um, because three of the Reading by Candlelight authors were featured. So there was Megan Rogers, who wrote Beautiful, The Heart is a Star, Ellie Parker, who's um, at the foot of the cherry tree is my choice for the current book box with Molly's Cottage um, mm-hmm. by Candlelight, and Kylie Orr, whose next book, The 11th Floor, will be in the February 2024 book box, and which I got the ARC in the mail today. Uh, it is. It's good. It's a. It's a really great, chilling read. I can highly recommend it. Fabulous. I'm really looking forward to reading it next week when we're <laughs> in houses. <laughs> so, really, it's just been packing, packing, and more packing this week because yeah. we will have moved out of our home after this weekend, which is the same day as this episode comes out. And um, so, all I've been doing this week is moving house, and I'm feeling a little weary bit sorry mm. um but yeah. i am so grateful for that week in hobart with molly because now i'm exhausted and i wouldn't have got anything written book wise if it wasn't for the time that i spent with her <laughs> oh so you did get some writing done after all <laughs> we will talk about it now shall we because last episode do you remember we all had very different goals now i actually wrote these down so i'm going to read them out joe wanted to write 15,000 words or 10 chapters. Jack wanted to sit down and create a list of goals that she can actually hit for her writing. Did I say say for my writing? Yes, you actually said that word. Yes, you did. I listened to the episode today. (laughs) It again so that I could write it down perfectly. That's what you said. Oh, no, do we need a spoiler alert? (laughs) No, 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 no. And yours? And I was going to plot out my novel remembering, as Joe said wisely, that plotting isn't for everybody. So, accountability check-in. Okay, it's time to check in. Joe, you're first. This is a little bit tricky. Um, I have no idea any words I've written in the last two weeks. Oh, cop so, out. The, no, okay. The first, the first week after, <laughs> the first week I did okay. The first week I did eight thousand. Um, and I was, it was really obvious because, you know, the manuscript got bigger and I, I was really easy to track the words. The second week, this week just sort of gone, um, I've been cutting, changing, chopping, taking out, adding, rewriting, writing new words. I just haven't kept track of it. And I actually, and I can't look at the total of the manuscript anymore because I don't know what I started with and how much has gone and how much has come out. 
I don't know. First week, 8,000, so I was on track. Second week, progress on the book. I have no idea how many new words went in. A lot of old words came out. I I think you're fine. I think you're absolutely fine because it sounds as though it was incredibly productive regardless. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be that word count. No, it doesn't. And and I've got to say, I've got, yesterday I I nutted out a real plot knot where you you get all knotted up with all the strands and you can't unravel and untangle them. I untangled my plot knot today. I blame it on the mojito. It helped me all thoroughly. Um, I was about to say blame it on the mojito. How did you do it without post-it notes or have you cleared out Phuket of post-it notes no. as well, just just Actually, out of curiosity. I don't have any post-it notes. I do have multicolored <laughs> pens. I've got four or five different colors and all my big notebooks. Yeah, um, and good old good old Scrivener, which of course is you know like a cork board with with cards on it. So it's a digital post-it note. <laughs> I'm moving forward. We are progressing. I'm quite happy. Excellent. So I think you should have another mojito for that. <laughs> okay, Jack, I'm dying to hear this. How did your list of goals for your writing come to be? Well, I wrote a list of goals and and now we're talking about list of goals for writing. So I'm just going through my list to see. So what did you put on your list, Jack? I've got to oil and clean the deck and I've got to fix the woodshed and, and I've got to get the wood in. I've got to, I've got to update the websites. Um, let me see. Oh. I'd like to get through my TBR bookshelf in the next 12 months. Um, and Jack, are there, are there any writing goals at all on the list? Yes, get back into the rhythm of three corners, posting episodes every two weeks instead of every couple of months because we're busy. That's a good goal, yes. Finish some unfinished stories. Oh, a lot of unfinished stories. <laughs> Quite a few unfinished well, stories. List, let's, right. let's not put a number on it, though. Let's add to that list and put on a new one, just one more saying uh, more writing goals. More writing goals. Okay, more writing goals. Specifically tuned to writing. Right, writing goals. Can do, can do. Okay, it sounds positive. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the faith that you two show. (laughs) This is like the faith you two showing me is just absolutely gobsmackingly awesome. (laughs) Faith in you, absolutely. (laughs) But yes, Fiona. I've seen the post-it notes. There are no post-it notes in Officeworks. There's no post-it notes in any of the news agencies in North Hobart or West Hobart or South Hobart. Actually, even in the city. The <laughs> island has been cleared out of post-it notes and it looked awesome. So, yes, I did. I flew to Hobart and stayed with Molly and I bought some post-it notes, some coloured pens, an exercise book and I plotted my entire novel. <gasps> Get out of town. That's awesome. Not every little thing, but all of Act One, including the inciting incident and the first plot point and the big plot points of Act Two and Three. And I know how it ends now. I did contact Joe during that time and she was so helpful with the setup process. So thank you, Joe. I'm and so proud of you, my little one. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I also used a, a guide that Holly Craig had shared during our Write Club sessions and it was really detailed and um, it gave me a good basis along with what Joe had said that she does for her books and along with having a different post-it note for each point of view and plot points and things like that. 
And I'm going to share with the listeners um, what it looks like as I set it up. So mm-hmm. I have three point of view colors, the midpoint, the axe. So once the episode is out, I'll do a little post about what everything looks like. I wrote probably about 8,000 words all up. Oh. What? No, no, it doesn't count towards the manuscript, but it did clarify for me what the plot points were, what the inciting incident was, um, the climax, as well as defining who my characters are and how they interact with each other. So I'm definitely feeling a lot um, more confident about going forward. I've got to ask. Yep. You you wrote 8,000 words, but it's not the manuscript. No. How does that work? It's the plan. You wrote 8,000 words as a plan. That's a story. That's a novella. Do you know that, and this is quite well known, so I'm probably not telling anybody anything they don't already know. Apart from maybe me. Jane Harper did the plot plan for The Dry. She wrote 60,000 words. That's that's a novel. That's not a plan. That's that's it's, the story. it's long, long, long form plotting, plotting in a really long form. You just pour it all out, get the get the structure right, and then pull those apart. And... <laughs> it's like really, it's like you pour it all out. That's that's how I write. <laughs> so, so are you saying that I actually don't have any novels? I just have words to contribute to a novel. <laughs> This is this. I have to go. I have. I have to go and redefine my whole sense of right and wrong now. No, 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 no. There's no no right and wrong. This is incredible, though. It's. I mean, this is amazing because this is something that I don't. I don't see or feel or work through. This is incredible. Full transparency, though. Um, I've got a lot of work to do in Act Two, but I'll cross Mm -hmm. the bridge when I come to it. I know that I can write Act One now without any problems and that I know what my beats are in Act 2 and 3 and especially in Act 3. So once I get to Act 2, there might be a slowing down and time to have a little, you know, sit in a chair and have a think and things like that. What would be good, we could talk a bit about our processes about when we start writing and I think I can talk about it now from having tried um, plotting. (laughs) So I think we know now where Jack sits on it. Um, But (laughs) so when you start with like when you started this book book three that you're working on so you did this the whole thing with the the post-it notes and everything like that yes yes I do I start with big uh art paper books and colored pens and I jot down lots of just scribble over over pages and pages and pages with circles and arrows and loops and connecting everything together and just getting all the ideas down and some some scenes um then I use the post-it note method uh, which I guess particularly because I do a lot of multiple points of view, um, I like to use that. Um, interestingly, though, in this novel uh, that I'm writing at the moment, I'm I'm about a third of the way through the actual writing of the novel. And for the first time, so book one and two, I knew knew what happened. With this one, I have no idea how it ends. <gasps> yes! Um, yes, an element so of fantasy. I'm sort of, I keep changing my mind and I'm okay with that. I have to keep getting up and walking around the room and trying to unknot the plot, as I say. But yeah, there's a lot of scribbling and fun arty stuff to start with. Then I go on Scrivener and put transfer all that onto the corkboard on Scrivener, and then I start writing. Ah, so what what do I do? I sit in front of the computer ask. and type. 
It's, that's it's quite, good. Quite often there's music, there's coffee, there's distraction. Yeah, that's that's how I write. <laughs> Jack, do you see it in your head and so you just follow it? As a tie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I, that that's how I wrote my first. Like I can just see it all like it's a movie and I just follow them around and I just tie what they do. You see, I think it's very hard, it's very hard to hold a whole novel in your head. Yes. Like a whole 80,000, 100,000 word novel in your head with all the intricacies of the story. It, um, I, can't, I can't do that. Oh, you um, see, I've, I've, got a, I've got a couple of villages in my head and um, and they just do what they want. <laughs> you have no control. <laughs> you're, just, you're just there to record their daily activities. Absolutely. It's very Truman Show, isn't it, Jack? <laughs> Can I yeah. ask, Jack, have you ever, because you, you live in a small, small town, yeah. Have you ever walked down the street and thought, oh, that's so-and-so from Three Corners? No. Have you ever seen any of your characters or someone that you makes you think of your characters? I I think I've come across every character that I have written about. Mm-hmm. They might be a conglomeration of different people. Um, they might be sparked by something that I've seen in the, you know, in the protection of people's privacy. <laughs> no one person is completely, Excellent. utterly or totally um, from three corners. Right. I agree. I learned the hard way what Joe said, that you cannot keep an entire novel in your head. And people who do, all kudos to them. But my first manuscript was unplotted and I just pantsed my way to around 50,000 words and then found I couldn't get any further. So I deleted 25,000 and tried again and got a bit further, but still it was going nowhere. And once I accepted that, I knew that I I needed a more structured approach. And um, so with Joe's wonderful recommendations i put together all the necessary tools post-it notes pens a very large table molly has one of those excellent tables that that extends out and off i went and prize surprise i loved it I actually found it easier to do than I even imagined i always thought it would be hard so i never wanted to do it and it's funny because Brendan, best literary husband, has always told me to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a planner. I am such a planner. I'm a list maker. Mm. um, And I was positive that I was a pantser. To his credit, he only said that he was happy for me when it all worked. He, (laughs) He did not say, I told you so. Which he was totally entitled to say. Very diplomatic. And that's why he has his own hashtag. So I took it one step further and I stuck all the post-its an exercise book that I can carry with me all times. Brilliant. And in the exercise book, I've added timelines and little notes to remind myself of stuff. And I feel like this this is going to work for me, Joe. I'm so great. That's excellent. And I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I loved it. You know. I didn't think I would. <laughs> much appreciated. <laughs> so believe it or not, it's that time again. We set our goals for the next fortnight. And believe it or not, this will bring us to December. Wow. I'm not ready for December. I'm not ready for December. I wasn't ready for November. (laughs) Is anybody ready for December? I don't think so. (laughs) And that will mean that we only have one or two more episodes before we break for Christmas. (laughs) I can't believe how quickly the time has gone since we've started this podcast. Okay. I just okay. checked my diary. Yes. Um, I've got to I've got to get home first. I'm going to say I have no idea. Um, ten chapters. Ten chapters. Oh, 
Jeez. Yeah. Yep. There how, we go. And how far will that take you, Joe? Will that bring you to halfway? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I like the sound of you being halfway, especially. That's so do I. So do I. <laughs> Isn't it due at the end of January? Yes. Plenty of time. You'll be fine. No problems. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just keep feeding myself mojitos and we'll be right. (laughs) Okay, Jack, what are you aiming for besides writing a list of goals involve writing? I think think that's a pretty big call, isn't it? I think that is a big call. And possibly, you know, try and get over my reluctance to talk about Yes. Oh, that that could be a goal, couldn't it? Not that we're putting ideas in your head or into words into your mouth. I have no idea how you'd even go about that. What? Talking you could, about writing. You, you could I know what you could do. You could write you could write a summary, page summary of what it is that you write. Like okay. if you were describing if you were describing it to someone, how would you describe what you write? Because you write in different genres, like different styles, but the writing for the podcast, you've got the the long form sort of cozy mysteries, uh, children's books. How about writing? Oh, look, it's not for me to say. I'm being bossy again. Well, uh, you know what? I did. I did ask. I did ask. Yeah. So you're technically you're not being bossy at all, Joe. And you haven't even got your mum voice on, so it's perfectly fine. <laughs> have to write that down so I don't forget uh, this time. Maybe you could have some comp authors. Comp authors. Well, I kind of like the whole, you know, Agatha Christie meets Rosehaven, and I'm not too sure there's a comp author out there that does it. We did like. Yes. So for those of those listening who, who don't live on our um chat, um, Jack did ask us this week what she what we thought she wrote like. And so we no, kind look, of- I was I was pretty happy with Chuck Wendig meets Alexander McCall Smith. Um so you know, I think that makes that makes sense. It's it's scary enough, it's out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um sure I can do it. Okay, great. Fiona. Fiona. Besides moving house, settling in, unpacking the boxes. Settling the cats, finding a place for everything, restocking the uh, library bookshelves. What are you going to do? Well, when we were messaging Joe about plotting, um, you said that once I start writing, to think about what does each character want in each scene and are they going to get it. And mm-hmm. um, and so I'm going to be expanding the post-it notes to include. <laughs> have, you, have you given them a warning that you're going to be cleaning them out of post-it notes? Have you got a special order in? Are you going direct to the factory? I will probably <laughs> write in the little spaces next to the post-it notes in the yes. jack so that I can, <laughs> you know, take away the post-it notes from the people who truly need them. <laughs> Yes. So I'm going to write, I'm going to expand them so that what I want the reader to know or learn in each scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Including what I want them to think or believe. Ooh. Oh, yes. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I'll see how many words I can manage because I can definitely only give it one week. Because yep. when we move out of here, um, because we can't move into the new home for eight days, we're going to stay in an Airbnb at the beach because, you know, that life is so hard. Um, in in we're very lucky that our business has a warehouse and we put all our furniture in the warehouse for a week. Oh. <laughs> so we go and collect it all and then take it to the new house once we can once um we can get in. So I'm going to write for that first week, but after that we'll be moving. So I think that's as much as I can commit to it. That's pretty it's impressive. Just expanding yeah. on what I've got yeah. and then see how many words come from that don't even worry about the words just if you can get the motivations the problems the reveals the secret you know all that you just talked about having that in place puts you in such a good position to just late when you when you're ready for it just sit down and go that's what i'm hoping 
for that's I'm hoping that I give myself enough scaffolding that I don't fall down again like I did last yeah. time and you can still leave plenty of leeway for, for movement and changes and and um, surprises along the way it doesn't mean everything's locked into place but it gives well, you well, something solid to start with when I was plotting Joe, it's exactly what you just said then I was writing things down and then all of a sudden I went, oh, but what if, oh. Mm -hmm. And so just, I think just allowing yourself to think and have the freedom to just let it come to you and that worked. Excellent. Dear listeners. I'm here here all year if anybody needs me. (laughs) I was just going to say, dear listeners, don't forget to add your own goals in the comments if you want to make yourself accountable And remember that word count means different things to different people. And your goal will always be as individual as you are. So it is goodbye. Or as we are. (laughs) Yeah, as we are. I mean, we are very individual. (laughs) So it's goodbye from us. Goodbye from Joe in beautiful Phuket. I think it's time for another swim. The pool's looking very inviting. (laughs) Oh, and wait, is that another mojito calling my name? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I got nothing. See ya. You have nothing. At least you have furniture. (laughs) It's like I'm sitting in a cupboard. I don't think that counts, does it? I just feel like it's very Harry Potter that you're in the cupboard. (laughs) No stairs. Wishing you all the best, everybody, for your writing over the next two weeks and checking in with us next time at The Word Count to find out if we hit our goals. Bye. Toodles.